This is Sharf. This is Barb. And this is Plug, Plug Your ears. ears, where we sit back, chat a little, laugh a lot, and talk about anything we want. We want. That's oh, it. I, oh, <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> we're open and we're honest, and we're definitely not PC, so. Open that beer, open that wine, do what you got to do, and plug, plug your, your ears. So, since we are just so great at our opening, you can tell we're already drinking. <laughs> um, we're only one bottle of wine in, because Barb brought a big bottle. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds so much better that we're only one bottle in. And, and it's not even all gone. There's still some left. That is true. That is so true. We're such big girls. Aww. Very responsible this week. <laughs> all right. Oh, it's only a ginormous bottle of wine. I said a large bottle of wine. Okay. Ginormous is a little true. <laughs> a little true. Well, this week, Barb, what did you call it? Tales from our homeland? Um, um, Jesus, why can I not word this right? Mother country folklore. Mother country folklore. In, in, um honor of Thanksgiving month, we're, we're going to delve into our um, ancestry ancestry and our, and our mother countries. So, speaking of, I decided, I lied to my sister today and told her I was going to go with one side of the family, but I was going with the other side of the family, but I didn't want to argue because my sister and I totally disagree with our own nationality, which I think is great because my sister <coughs> claims we are not Turkish. I claim we are because our ancestry is from Galatia. Now, per Wicca Wicca Wikipedia, Wicca Wicca, Galatia was an ancient, and I'm going to quote this, was an ancient area in the highlands of central Anatolia, roughly corresponding to the provinces of Ankaram, Karam, and Yozgat in modern Turkey. Actually, Galatia's capital city of Ankara is, is also known today as Ankara, which is Turkey's capital city. Huh. So to me, that kind of means we're fucking Turkish, right? I'm, I'm thinking. Right. Andy says no. She says that she can claim the German half all she wants, but she is not going to claim Turkish. And I'll even let her claim a hodgepodge of 57 sauce because that's not untrue either. Right. But I claim German and Turkish. Now, I do have the dark hair and blue eyes, which is a Turkish trait. So I'm going to go with that. Um, that's all I have because we all know I have the German nose and the German coloring. I'm as pale as pale can fucking be. So, and then my last name ends in I-A-N, which is an Armenian thing. So I tend to get a lot of emails from Armenian societies, Armenian magazines, all sorts of Armenian. Down to the fact that when I was in Vegas, we had a bunch of Armenian clients because there's huge groups of Armenians in Vegas. And they would come in and they'd be like, they'd see my name. They'd be like, oh, my Armenian sister. And I'm like, mm, no, not really Armenian. Kind of Turkish. But I'll be Armenian if you want me to. Right. So that yeah. being said, I was like, oh, I could probably claim any country that I want as the motherland. So I went with a story that is in the region of Turkey, in the region of Armenia. Armenia. Um, but I'm still going to claim Turkish because I even have the head of Galatia tattooed on me. So, well, there you go. Right. So I, I deem you Turkish. Right. Right. So that's the side I'm going to go with today. Kind of. So 
Mine is a story, like I said, that's right around that region. It's more Muslim than it is an actual Turkish. But Turkey's an Islamic, or I'm sorry, I said Muslim, didn't I? It's Islamic. Um, so since I'm going to go with that, they say that 63% of Turks believe in what I'm talking about. It's also written about in the Quran. Hmm. So interesting. I know. So I'm going to talk about the jinn. Now, when I say jinn, it's spelled D-J-I-N-N. Jinn. I did get my info today from Wikipedia, of course. Turkeyhomes.com, yourghoststories.com, and check this one out. I love this one. Islam witch. <laughs> and it's not like witch, like witches and warlocks. It's like, bitch, get me a sandwich. Which, <laughs> it was great. So, okay. I know I told you that I was doing it on gins. Gins are kind of like genies. Not Ooh. like the you rub a lamp, the genie pops out, you get three wishes. But more like, I would equate it to like spirits or ghosts more than like rub a lamp. They say that working with the gin is like dancing with the devil Ooh. and equated to witchcraft. Creepish. So definitely not rub a genie lamp and get your three wishes. Likewise, anyone suffering from any mental anguish in that area, such as depression, alcoholism, or any of that, they say that they're under control of the gin. Oh. Um, I'm under control of the wine. Right. <laughs> now, there are good gin and bad gin, but both are drawn to the living. So, in my understanding is that gins are the only other creature created by God that will have free will other than human beings. Oh. Because they have free will, jinns can either be good or evil or anything in between, just like a human. The good ones, they say, I are... I choose evil. Right? The good ones, they say, are mostly Muslim and bother no one. But the evil ones, they say, don't even believe in God. So that was interesting to me. They also say that the jinn do not have a specific shape. They can shape shift, but the Ooh. key noticeable feature I of them... I wish I could shape shift into somebody a size, like, two. Right, me too. But, not really, because the key noticeable feature to all jinn is that their feet are on backwards. Ah! Right, so... That would, like, make them hooker heels look a little funny, wouldn't it? I'm like, does that mean that they walk backwards? How do they see where the... Because our feet only bend one way. So if your feet are on backwards, you can't walk the well, way they you're bump facing. into shit all the time. I don't know. That's I. I don't even know if they walk. Do they float? If they're like spirits, I don't. I don't know. Um. So, um, the jinn tend to live next to walls, abandoned houses, bushes, and trees. And oh God, it says, do not pee on any yeah. of these. I mean, not that I generally pee on walls or houses, whatever. Um, but if you pee on anything that the jinn will live on or in or near, they say that the jinn will haunt you. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know people who pee on trees, but, you know. Um, but these are trees that are around abandoned stuff. Oh, okay. So it's generally in abandoned regions. Gotcha. So um, now... They say that to ensure that you do not attract a jinn, avoid lakes at nighttime oh. and do not sleep near the ashes of a fire 
because Turkish super system. Wow. Huh? <laughs> Turkish superstitions. Irish wristwatch. <laughs> right. Say that three times. Turkish, Turkish superstitions say that this is where they hang out. And when they hang out there, thus meaning by like the ashes of a fire or the lakes at nighttime, when they hang out there, that's where they like to steal people's souls. Mm. I know, right? So the jinn have been said to burn people, possess people, and even rape pretty ladies. What? It did specify pretty. So right. half of y'all are safe. Right. <laughs> they target people who state that they do not believe in jinn or are scared of them if they do believe. So if you're not believe, if you do believe and you're not scared of them, you're safe apparently. Unless so, you pee on their tree. Unless you pee on their tree or you're near lakes in, at nighttime. Not, oh, this is getting a bit like everybody's going to be in trouble. Right. We're all kind of at risk. But the Turks believe in, this, in these jinns so much that even after the Turkish coup of 2016, the mayor of Ankara attracted attention worldwide when he blamed the coup on the gin. Oh, wow. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's progressive. Yes. So then I was looking and I'm trying to find, because you know me, I always got to find a giant story about something so I can have one story to concentrate on and this is what I'm going to do, whether it's a murder or haunting or whatever. Couldn't find it. Hmm. Could not find a giant story. But I found a few interesting stories. Like one is from a kid. I'm going to say a kid. He's older. He, his name is Urshad. He told a story that he says is completely true. And this happened in like the last year, Barb. So we're between the coup of 2016 and this happening last year. We're not talking about something that is right, like yeah. ancient. Like, yeah, mine doesn't even have a year. This was like way back in the day. That's, you know. No, this is like current. People are still thinking about gin and worried about gin and Quran fucked them up, I guess. But so this Urshad kid told the story that he said happened last year. He said it was like 5 p.m. and he was drinking tea with his family. At this time of day, when everyone goes home, they sit, they drink tea, they talk to each other. So his aunt didn't show up, didn't show up, which they thought was odd because she was normally the first one there. Dun dun dun. Right. So they think they thought she missed the bus. About an hour later, she finally came back home, and without even talking to her family, she went directly to her room and left her bedroom door. They say it was very strange, but really then it, Nike, yeah, Nike. But then it was time for Sorry. prayer, so the family went to mosque. Okay, guys, she took the bone because she's a good friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's totally, it's totally because. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to change it to, okay, so she took my dog's bone, but that's not any better. So, so that you guys did not have to hear the crunching of my dog on his chew toy. Oh my she, God, I need a t-shirt that says that. She, uh, she took her, the bone because she's a friend. <laughs> she's a good friend. She procured the chewing item from the furry animal. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I got myself out of it, kind of. It was very hard. She, she took the bone because she's a good friend. <laughs> oh, I am, I'm funny. <laughs> so, back to the story. Sorry, guys. 
So it was prayer time, so the family all went to mosque, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... My dog's looking for his bone. So when the family returned back home from mosque, his mother told him that his aunt was not speaking to anything and that something was definitely wrong. So they called his uncle. He was the only one the family thought could help in matters like this. The uncle quickly came home, and as soon as he entered the house, his aunt started shouting and yelling some words in a language that the family could not understand. It was now obvious that she was possessed. His uncle went to her room where she was sitting. Uh, The dog's trying to spill my wine. (laughs) So, Mikey... um, his uncle had the knowledge of okay, I'm gonna this is what I'm gonna fuck up. Rukwaya R U Q Y A, which is a science, an Islamic science to be prese- pre- exact. Precise. <laughs> There's the word. Um, so it's the Islamic way of dealing with an exorcism by reciting verses from the Holy Quran. So he started to read some verses and the family watched this the whole family watched the whole thing play out. Hmm. He said at some time The uncle stopped and started talking to his aunt, but it was not her speaking. Her voice had changed to a manly voice and started yelling words like, Leave me alone. You don't know me. Bitch, you don't know me. You don't know me. Etc. She even knew the name of her parents and grandparents. The guy that was talking through her even knew the name of her parents and her grandparents. Um, fortunately, after two hours, the uncle managed to chase the evil spirit out of the house. His aunt ga- gained consciousness, but could not remember a thing. Huh. So they say that that was a jinn. So then, from the Islam witch, I got a few other stories. Um, this chick named Sakina Blue. You're making me hungry. I know. <laughs> you make me a sandwich. <laughs> so this chick named Sakina Blue said one time her mother-in-law was sitting in her bed. She looked over and saw a woman sitting in a chair next to her bed with long, pointy fingers and a face with very, very sharp angles on it. She said she was so frustrated and annoyed with the djinn because apparently they see the djinn a lot at their house, so they're no longer afraid of them. They're just kind of annoyed by them. But she was so annoyed Well, you can't be afraid because then that's when they get you. Right, that's when they possess you. So... She said that she was so annoyed by him that she reached out and grabbed the gin by its wrist. She yelled, get out! I'm tired of you! Get out! And it started trying to pull its wrist away and eventually tried to bite her. So it tried to bite her on the hand because she would not let go of the wrist. So she pulled her hand away before the gin could actually bite it. And then, poof, the gin disappeared. I know, right? So... Gotta show them who's boss. That's right? how you get rid of them, bitches. Right? So then it's, there's another one that says basically their family was feeling stuff as they were watching TV, like something was off, so they knew it was the gin because it felt like there was a spirit in the air, whatever. Um, and then there was one that said that his great uncle came to visit when his cousins were in India. Um, his cousins told them that since it was summertime and they would all be there that they should sleep together in the courtyard however the uncle said that they weren't allowed to do this um, and he placed his bed in a particular corner in the in the in the house in the room um, because apparently a djinn had slept there and strange things had happened and if anybody disturbs that corner then the djinn will come back 
so he made sure that he slept there in the corner so that nobody could get bothered and then one night because of course he slept in the corner trying to get nobody else to so one night he woke up not in the corner but in the other side of the courtyard he laughed at first and thought that it was like the cousins and stuff that were pranking him and so he decided to sleep in that corner again so the following night it happened again so then he left a note on his pillow saying stop pranking me i know there's no gin um oh. right so that night he was pushed off his bed his bedding was thrown to the other side of the room and a note was thrown into his lap that said i sleep here Ooh. the scary part they say is that it wasn't dark and there was no one else there hmm. so this note just popped up out of nowhere um so then another that was a story i should give this person i don't know if it's a her or him but they're Miriam h3 um so then another person said that when they were little they were living in sudan um and their family member had a farm and it was a special place to be for the whole family but as wonderful of it as as it was it was always terrifying at night they said that it might have something to do with the fact that the farm was between the nile and a graveyard mm. and one day they were pulling up to the farm and they saw a fire that was the size and shape of a person um so they said that it was close enough to them that they could tell the size and it wasn't because it was like far away from the farmhouse mm -hmm. so they said that they watched the t the fire take a few steps to the left while nothing else caught on fire what and then poof it vanished um they said that you know he was 10 at the time or she was 10 at the time um it was elamin um so they said that maybe it was an uh, overactive imagination but this person said no because they remember it completely and vividly um and every now and then um what either his mom or his dad will mention that they've seen a gin so i know so um then another one says that when they started writing about this they would have said i would have said that these were very interesting vivid imaginary encounters with jinn however imaginary um, that's what this says it says however i was about to move to egypt and i had the small room in which i had a large desk too large for the room and a bed and in order to get into the bed i had to push the desk chair all the way under the desk because there wasn't enough room for me to get <laughs> in and out otherwise we've all lived in a house that's small. Right. so one night they had gone to sleep and was sort of half awake and then they thought that they heard somebody clearing their throat or moving Ooh, something great. yeah and they said there in their desk chair was a person staring at them it was a man with long scraggly hair these intense eyes and he was just looking just looking and it said i sat straight up in bed and screamed as one might naturally you know how the story ends there was nothing there of course right he says the interesting thing and the reason that this stuck into the person's head was well because there was somebody in your room when you're sleeping <laughs> right they said was because the chair that they had to push all the way under to get into bed mm -hmm. had been pulled out and was facing the bed ew right so there's just a whole bunches of stories about these gin and how I, I equated to they just kind of fuck with them. 
I mean, other than the possessions and right. stuff. Yeah. But I couldn't find anything that said if you committed a sin, the gin would get you. Right, if yeah. you did this, the gin would get well, you. Well, if you swim in a lake late at night. Right, but it has nothing to do with being a good person or a yeah. bad person. So I don't understand why it would be in the Quran. Because, like, the devil's going to get you if you're a bad person right, in the yeah. Bible. So who? why the gin? And why do they call them genies if they're... Nah. really just spirits they're kind of borderline poltergeist right yeah so it's it's just weird to me it is just weird so i told you my story was kind of very unlike me this week it, yeah it, it kind of was very unlike me just a whole i couldn't find anything that was of substance which i normally like substance um and i was super short a little bit which is weird because i feel like the font was really really big <laughs> But it was still 16 double double spaced. So it's normal font. And it was like eight pages. That was like eight freaking pages. Huh. And still yet. Short. You are. And still mm-hmm. yet 20 minutes in. I know. Want, see, I drink when you talk. And I you drink, drink when you talk. Yeah, because I can't. But the weird thing is, I think winter's coming. Ha ha ha. Because my lips are super dry. So I feel like... um Lip crack? I will, but... I feel like um, it was very, how do I say this, very salivatory to me. <laughs> it's because you have delicious wine. Well, either that or my lips are dry, so my mouth is like <laughs> moistening that shit up. Right. So if I do sound salivatory today, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> you're going to be the asshole of the week. I might be the <laughs> asshole. My dog thinks you're the asshole of the week. I, 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 yes, I'm sure he does. Because you took his bone. Because like a good friend. <laughs> she got the bone. <laughs> she took my dog's bone because she's a good friend. Okay. I oh, I drink while I'm talking because I can play like that. So if I need to take a break... And That's why you lose your place and I don't. I just talk while I have... And, a, and it's not 16. The whole bad part is I have a bottle of wine or a glass of wine in my hand the whole fucking time. I, I just know. never take a sip. <laughs> so... Don't worry, I'm going to chug now. Yeah, sure you are. When y'all hear the okay, so I'm I come my mother country, on on my father's side is Hungarian. Right. My great grandparents stepped straight off the boat. Yep. Wait, Not wait. together. Wait, wait. I know why Grandpa came <laughs> over. So yeah, here's Barb's here's not, my Barb's own not the first naughty one in her family. Yeah, I come from a long line of naughty. <laughs> Damn, it's a. What do they call that? A family trait? Or yes. um, hereditary. It's hereditary. Family tradition. <laughs> it's a family tradition. So, yeah, my great-grandfather. Here's some of my own very own personal Hungarian folklore. Um, it's Anto, not folklore. It's a fact. Anto, my great-grandfather, killed a man in a bar fight, and so he came to, to America. Bum, bum, bum. Here's some more. And I don't know what it... I, I think I had to have told you this, that he I came over. I know everything about you, Which he, you haven't told me. I found out. Uh, <laughs> I am a Wikipedia queen. <laughs> he came over, got a job there at the GM um, in Wayne. So I don't know. Some of my great-grandmother's brothers had already come over, so he joined them. My great-grandparents weren't married when they when he left so grandma was a whore yes because they had four kids so she comes over with the four kids 
gets on the boat with four kids, I, I might, I, I should say, something. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Stipulate. She got on the boat. What was it? Wristwatch? <laughs> Irish. Wait, Irish. Irish. Wrist. Wrist. <laughs> and gets <laughs> off of the boat at Ellis Island with just one. Ugh. Because Terrible. there was an outbreak of like measles or something, and anybody who showed up with the or maybe it's like chicken pox, anybody who showed up with the spots got tossed overboard. Three of her babies, bam, see ya, bye. Whoa. Yeah, I was thinking Ellis Island. Where remember I did the thing on Ellis Island and said that there was that eye infection that got most people put back. back oh no 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 no! They got tossed over on the way over. Ugh. Like, so, were they alive when they got tossed over? Yeah. <gasps> oh, those poor babies. Yep, so and only, I hate children, and I feel bad for Only them. one of them. But, you know, the funny thing is, they ended up having 12 more. They had, like, 14 kids or some crazy shit. So, she had a flappy uterus. Yeah, and it's great. Grandma, it's not a clown car. It's a vagina. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. How many can I pop... Even those... Well, they were good Catholics. But even the... What's the family that has, like, 12 and counting? Oh, the Dugers. Yes, even she eventually had to stop having kids because her uterus couldn't do it. Well, yeah. No, they... I mean, well, they they ended up moving out out to Howell. They had a farm, so they had to have workers in their farm. Or a baseball team, whichever they choose. Oh, yeah, they did do do that. That's my grandpa that was on the farm league and... Maybe that's actually, why you are so in love with baseball. Oh, well, it is. It definitely is. The family tradition. Well, and my grandmother that married that grandpa, is, her cousin is Charlie Geringer, who is a, a, like an all-star. He, he has a, one of the sculptures out in center field is yeah. him. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Hungarian folklore. I got all of my information from the Daily News Hungary website. Hungry like the country or hungry like you want a sandwich, bitch? Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it bad that my thought just then was, huh, is it whiskey hungry? What are they drinking hungry? <laughs> um, well, with my experience with my dad's family, anything they can get at their hands on. Okay. So I think Turkish I, is whiskey. I, it, it may be vodka, but... Because that's, isn't Hungary is like a Polish, I mean, it's, it's in that, prov- that region, yeah. yeah. So I'm, wondering, I'm thinking maybe vodka. I don't know, all of my dad and my grandpa and all of my, like my relatives on that side, I only ever remember them drinking like some black label beer uh, and some old Milwaukee's best kind of shenanigans. Uh, they ain't the old English kind, give me an OE40. No. Mm, that's just because I'm hood. So, <laughs> as th- I say, it was such a... I'm so good. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little background on some Hungarian folklore. Let's and um, Hungarian religion and shamanism divided the world into three realms. Humans and mythical creatures existed in the middle level. And then the upper level was for like good spirits. And the lower level, obviously, for evil spirits. Okay. So that was always like, you know... if That's if, why we can go up or down. Right. So the... The mythical creatures of Hungarian folklore, there's there's quite a different, and they're, they vary from like Celtic and Chinese and that in a lot of ways, and, uh, and that's what I'm going to kind of let give you a little background. Fairies 
like most mythical <laughs> theories. Jesus, why can we not talk tonight? Mythical, because it sounds like I have a lift. Maybe, maybe we should not have this wine again. It's my you rough, shut your dirty whore mouth. It's my girl's talk like this. That's my favorite wine, and you it's just shut your dirty whore mouth. It's very delicious, but it's making enough to talk like this. <laughs> I know. No, mythical. <laughs> this, but it's she, had to, she had to think about it. You could see her in her eyes. She's like, no, did that come out right? Mythical? Is it mythical? Or is it mystical? I see. <laughs> I definitely think it's mythical, but it might be mystical. It's, <laughs> but it sounds like I'm talking with a lisp when I say mythical. <laughs> <laughs> I got mythical to do. <laughs> okay, so they're very beautiful. Even my dog was just like, Mom, it's enough. It's mythical. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and they show up recurringly in different tales. They're called Tundra. And, like, I don't know how to pronounce. Is that where we get dates? No. Oh, that's Tinder. And I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right because they have all, like, Hungarian language has, like, all these dashes and dots on top of their words, okay. like letters. Like, the U has, like, two dots above it. So I don't know how you. An uple. So what, how, do you pronounce that differently? Tunder? I don't know because that uble is what makes Chloe have the hard E so versus being a clo so so I, yeah I don't deer, know deer or is it above the U or the E it's above the U so I think it would be chew and then the E has like a, a slash above it like a apostrophe because Tund the apostrophe after it would be turn the E to it's an not A a, it's above it like, uh -huh, like okay. it would be the E and it's right here and whatever so it is. So that turns the E into an A. That's what their fairies are called. We're going to call it Tundre. Tundre. And the name is derived from their expression for a peer or elusive. And fairies generally live in otherworldly places like underwater palaces. Ooh. Alad not Aladdin. What's the... Um, never mind. I must stop talking tonight. The um, Little Mermaid? Atlantis. <laughs> not okay. Atlantis. Atlantis. So then we're going to go with... Zapasani. I'm out. Zapasani. It means beautiful lady. These are akin to witches. Zapasanis are akin to witches. These ladies are known to await people who are in forbidden places, punishing them for being curious. So it's probably like a threat to kids. Like, don't go there. The Zapasani will get you. You know uh, what I mean? I see, yeah, because I'm, I'm equating them to silence. And um, folklore tradition states that they kidnap babies, seduce men, and sleep with the devil. Oh, shit. She's a baby napping man. Fucking. Yes. So then we have witches and sorcerers. They're the counterpart of fairies. They are magical and they have powers, but they, you know, whereas fairies are depicted as beautiful, they're depicted as old, ugly, and evil. Hagrid. There is one type of of which that's called Basoru Bibi. It translates to the hag with iron nose. Oh. Who is said to hunt go. children to be her slave or to be her meal. He, and my Wait notes clearly it's, say yummy. So just to say this, because I believe, isn't it Hansel and Gretel a Hungarian thing? I should have. I was so, going to look into that, and I totally, totally forgot. I thought they were a Hungarian folktale, which makes sense. Which means that she was, is, that the witch Would was probably a, a, a Vasaru Bibi. 
the hag with the iron nose. Yes, that one. I'm betting yeah. that's Hansel and Gretel's story. I'm, gonna, I'm going to, just for my own curiosity, oh, you want to Google? We might want to Google, but I can't. Cause Here, you can Google me um, as I continue. Oh, yes. Shibbles. She said, oh, shitballs, guys. And my dog just went, fuck, mom moved. <laughs> so then we come to dragons. Hungarian dragons differ from Chinese, Celtic, or German dragons. They look more like dragons from the Balkans. Um, they, they're the demons of weather and said to cause phenomenon like blizzards. Bummer, guys. Hansel and Gretel came from Brothers Grimm. Brothers oh. Grimm were German. So, did you did you hear me about the dragons? Uh, yes, and I want a dragon, but I don't want a Khaleesi dragon. I want an Aragon dragon. Well, this would be a, Bal- a Vulcan-style dragon, and they are said to... They're the demons of weather. I can handle that. So the Teltos, which are Hungarian shamans, mm-hmm. um, they're in charge of defeating the dragons in the spiritual sphere. He's looking for bone. <laughs> A Taltos is frequently lifted into the clouds to fight and defeat dragons. Okay, wait a minute. What is that again? The, a Taltos, which is a, a, a shaman. Okay. They're in charge of fighting off the dragons. So, like, apparently you probably worship I'm them. I'm going back this bone because it's better than the bone he has. Okay. <laughs> so then we have the Garban... Garaban... What the fuck? Garabanicides. Garabanus. What the fuck kind of story did you pick? They are similar to a Taltos. They have magical powers, and they are said to wander the country. Oh, listen to this. This is an awesome one. Wander around the country knocking on doors and asking for milk and eggs. If the homeowner has milk, but they don't share at least a jug, the Garbanicides will threaten them with storms and blizzards. They'll call one of their dragons, because they're similar to a shaman, right. to a Taltos. And they'll summon one of their dragons and ride over their home, crashing into their roof and tearing up their trees. And they can also... um, All for some damn milk. They can also fly over... They can fly on their own with the help of their enchanted books. It's said that they they are immune from the heat of the sun if they put dragon meat under their tongue. So in order to ward off the dragons, you eat the dragons. No... They only they, they don't ward off. They bring on the dragons to. Right, but didn't you just say in order to ward off the dragons, you put meat under your tongue? No, no, no. It is said that they are immune from the heat of the sun. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So they're the callers of the dragon, but yet they eat the dragon. Yes. Okay. I mean, they'll bring the dragons, but they can also fly themselves. So I wonder if they put some meat under there and then they fly up to the sun and they're immune to the heat of the sun. Okay. So then we have wisps. They're parasitic beings that sit on people causing depressed feelings, spreading disease, or sucking their blood. Fucking I know a few of those people. All right. There's guta, which is a wisp relating to if they sit on you, that relates to anger and causes you feelings of anger. Okay, what about anxiety? Which one sits and on my shoulder? And is related to bitter feelings. So I, I'm assuming that, like, if you're, like, being really angry and hateful, somebody will be like, oh, you have guta on you. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah, fiend. Or if you're being I'm bitter. I for chocolate all the time. Fiend, F-E-N-E. Oh. Different. I F-E-I-N for chocolate all the time. So then there's um, luderk, 
He's a that's a helper spirit that's appear that appears in the form of a flame, and it has a sexual character. Could be a jinn. But the jinns seem to have appeared as flames a few times. Yeah, but they're not helpful. No, not at all. Um, it's often male, but it can be a female if it's in a relationship with the opposite sex, as in, like, it often takes the form of a person's deceased fiancé or, or a past love that passed away. Okay. So so it's kind of whatever the person wants it to be. Kind of. I'm not exactly sure what they do, but they just said it's a help, helpful spirit. Hmm. So then there's a Markalab, which is a huge flying I love creature. Labs. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <hit>. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> I do think this I'm funny. This one's kind of interesting. It's huge flying creature that consumes celestial beings. Woo! Often related to like solar and lunar eclipse. Ooh, I do like those. So, like, I think that that's how they explained solar and lunar eclipses was that the Markalab ate the sun or the moon. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to get into my legend but they of only the... they ate the sun or the moon for, like, 13 minutes. Right. They had to have a, reason, a way to explain it, though. They regurgitated it. Just joking. So, now I'm going to get into my legend of the wondrous stag. I am Ex the wondrous stag. People wonder why I'm still a stag. <laughs> Except for we're going to take a little break and get some more wine. We are? We are. But, but, but I wanted to hear the legend of the wondrous well, stag. you know how oh, long wait, our, breaks our breaks are, are so fast. <laughs> we're lightning McQueen on it. Woohoo. All right, guys, we will see you in five, four, three, two. And we're back. Yay. Ah! So surprising. We even gave my dog a toothbrush. <sighs> I should have cut my breath first. Okay. <laughs> We're going with the wonder, the legend of the wondrous stag. Sweet. Before we do that, can I just say a shout out to Frankenmuth for their wine? Woohoo! This is the Bavarian Inn. I'm drinking their Riesling, and it's fucking delish. Rieslings are always good. At this Bavarian Inn, I'm actually impressed. Yeah, with. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, it's, Barb, I'm kind of let down by you right now. What? Every other week when we say a local wine, you say, so, Bavarian Inn. Hey, if you want to sponsor We're taking us. sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying to get back in my groove over here. Okay, get back in here. Breathe. Inhale. Exhale. <sighs> okay. What did they call it? Um, Wusvaba. Oh, and she's got to chug her wine, and she's a go, folks. Okay. Once a mighty <laughs> and powerful kingdom. Huh? Oh, shit. She can't read her writing, guys. No, no, no. I was. Let's see. Take two. <laughs> and action. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So, um. Well, I had done yesterday while Barb gets her <laughs> shit together. Okay, there was I once a mighty and powerful kingdom across the vast plains of Asia. <laughs> to the north was a mountain range, and the sea was to its south. There was two rivers that flowed across the land from the mountains and ran into the sea. Sounds it, like Vietnam. Irrigating the fertile land. They were clever people known for art, science, and wisdom. Fucking Vietnam. 
They were prosperous and they had plenty and abundance with their fertile land. Vietnam. They had come down from the mountains to settle the land after the great flood. Vietnam. They created a new kingdom. The king was a giant named, get this, Vietnam. Nimrod. <laughs> I, didn't make, Nimrod. <laughs> I didn't make that up. That's just how it read, babies. Oh, the way that you described it was totally <laughs> Vietnam. I was waiting for his name to be Vietnam. Nope. Um, he, was a, he was said to be a mighty hunter and a descendant of Noah. He ordered construction of a, the Great Pyramid in Babylon and many other great buildings. The Great Pyramid in Babylon was um, to be refuse in case of another flood, and it acted as a temple. It was, it's called the Temple of Babel. <laughs> I babble a lot. Um, he built a great empire babble, and babble, called like their I new babble, home Evalath. Everlast? Evalath. That's Everlast with a border. <laughs> <laughs> Which later was known as Persia. You know, Barbara right now is like, shut the fuck up, Char. I'm trying, I'm trying to, to stay talk. focused on my spot. Everlast is not that with the flirt. So we'll see. And, and at first I was like, evil ass. <laughs> that evil ass. Evil ass. You're an evil ass. <laughs> uh, I say evil ass. She says evil ass. <laughs> Oh my god, I need to be cut off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn that Frankenmuth. Last week it was Mike and his giggles. This week it's Char and her. Oh, she thinks she's funny. <laughs> right. Just drink your wine and be quiet for a minute. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, so he named, he married his first wife. Evil I said wife. <laughs> Evil Aston? <laughs> no, Nimrod. <laughs> we got Nimrod and Evil Aston. <laughs> Sorry guys, my kid got home without me knowing and my dog is my security system. I'm so sorry. Okay, so back to Nimrod and, and his Elf. wife Enith. Evil F. <laughs> and they had two sons, Huner and Magger. Oh yeah, this shit gets better. Right, I know. Huner and Magger. So he married other wives and he had many other kids. Uh, who went on to be founders of la other lands. Like, all of his kids were successful. Did one of them find Turkey? I don't know. No, because Galatia did. Oh, poop. He doted on Huner and Magger, and he often took them hunting. On one particular hunt, Nimrod chased some game that appeared before him and got separated from the entire hunting party. Fucking Nimrod. They continued to hunt, and they came across a wondrous white stag. Ooh, that sounds a lot like me. <laughs> I'm a wondrous white stag. Well, maybe it was you. They chased <laughs> it over many glades and meadows westward. They lost it and decided to make camp. At dawn, the stag reappeared, and they chased it over strange lands and mountains of Adjum. And it ended up in Michigan. In western Iran. Oh. Through dangerous swamps, and they found themselves in a beautiful country, fertile with lots of game. Oh, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They continued to chase, and he leapt into a lake and was never seen again. The land was surrounded... The Great Lake State! Right! It's me, guys! The land was surrounded on three sides by sea and a swamp on the other. There was abundant game birds and animals and lots of fish because, well, they were Great surrounded by the sea <laughs> on three sides. The boys were very disappointed, but they headed home. They asked Nimrod to build a temple on their new land so that they could return and grow into manhood there. He did it, 
and they lived there for five years. During the sixth year, they, they were going to go home, but they were visited by a teacher who taught them how to be a great king. They headed out with their men to explore the land, and they made camp. They were awoken at dusk to beautiful, the most beautiful music they'd ever heard. I play the, I'm going to learn the ukulele. It I still know. might be me. It might be you. I used to play the flute. So they went, they <laughs> went. This one time of band camp. Oh my God, stop her. <laughs> Somebody stop her. <laughs> so they went in search of the music and they found a group of young maidens singing and dancing in celebration of the festival of the horn, whatever that is. They were the daughters of the Allen people and led by two princesses whose father was King Dula. Huner and Magger fell in love with the princesses. They kidnapped them, married them, and gave the rest of the maidens to their men. You know, following custom. Hmm. You know, that's our custom. We kidnap you, we marry you. And then we give the rest of you away. Um, she said, where was I, guys? No, I did not. I was looking at the time. Somebody in the lake heard. was a great island that was well protected, and they all settled on it. Bordered it bordered their father's country on the north and the east. So it is said, from the descendants of Huner and his wife came the Hewn nation. Descendants of Magar came the Magyar nation. And from the union of the three nations, Hewn, Magyar, and the Alans, came the Hungarian nation. Neat! So, basically, you have me, the great white stag. That led led the Hungarians to their land. Yes, you're welcome, Barb. And it's full of abundance and game and fishing and. And lots that's of why you came to Michigan, which has water on three sides. That's why they probably did. And it's abundant with game and fish and. Yeah. So basically, you came from a peninsula to a peninsula. Right. So, um, but as far as the asshole of the week, who are we gonna give it to, Barb? I, I think I were giving it to the um. I say to the stag that steals kids and I thought was Hansel and Gretel. I wanted to give it to the garbanicides that like knocked on your door and if you didn't give them milk, they crashed your roof. They are kind of assholes because roofs are expensive. Right? Yeah. Where's the asshole of the week, Barb? Why are you Ooh. telling me who oh. the asshole is? Oh. Oh. God. Okay. She claims the asshole of the week. So I double did my homework. Last week, I failed and fucked up this week i'm on it what's your good company for the week barb um my good company of the week is quietbody.com what is that i've never heard of that i showed you those beautiful little like buddhas yes i love buddha so they those are the four noble truths oh. they sell them and you um you place them by doors in your home to absorb the negative energy and like keeps it from coming into your home. Oh. And every purchase helps feed nine children in the Dominican Republic, Congo. That is amazing. Isn't that so cool? Kind of reminds me of the Turkish evil eye, which everybody for some reason thinks is evil, but it's actually you hanging by doors to ward off evil spirits. And the thing, and the little guys are so cute, They too. were so cute. You did show me that. They were so Yeah, cute. so I just thought that was really cool. And in fact, actually... It just happened to pop up in my like Facebook feed, and I'm looking at them. I was like, "Oh, these are really cute." And I'm looking at it, and um, like it it told like the whole story of it. 
and then there's like this little in very 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 small print it says each purchase and like it's not like they go hey buy these so that everybody you know we can feed the the Congo no they it's like just it doesn't have a whole lot about it and when you if you ever like when I clicked on it on my Facebook to take me redirect me to the page it gives you like the story of each of the four Aww. and it tells you like the whole background and so, all of that stuff I have to ask this so that everybody knows when you purchase it are you purchasing a set of four or are you purchasing each you can individual? do both okay you can like it has a drop down and it and it has the names of each of the four and or it says set of four hmm. the set of four is forty dollars oh that is not bad at all which i didn't think was bad i'm not i don't know how big they are but they're just so damn cute as hell they were cute and, I, and just the whole i just like the concept i mean honestly i probably would consider buying it whether they were feeding children or not but just that they're feeding children pushed awesome. me over the edge to hit the purchase button and and I just think that it's just like the whole concept is cool. And then I showed you, I got it after I purchased it. I got this really awesome Beautiful email email that said, you know, you're in great company. And hey, we just want to, you know, thank you for your thank purchase. you for your purchase. You you, you purchased from a small business, which is always great, and we appreciate it. it. I mean, it was like this really cool email that said it was nice. Basically, you know, if you have any questions or any problems, please respond to this email, and we will get back to you immediately. It was cute. It was very cute. So me, I personally decided that because it's getting very, very arctic in the Michigan area, I decided that I am super grateful for warmth this week. So it is so damn cold outside. I want to be warm all the time because my desert red ass is not built yes, for this shit. Yes, yes, you are. So my give back for the week is Patagonia. So oh, yeah, Patagonia has amazing clothing. My kid loves her Patagonia. She's got a quarter zip. She absolutely loves this. But what I love about Patagonia is 1% of all sales, not just profit, but sales go to funding environmental organizations. Oh, really? Now, what impresses me the most about it is it's not going to fund large organizations. It goes to, it's what they call grassroots efforts. Right. Which means it goes to the small ones, the ones awesome. that are trying to actually save the Which environment. Which is what I felt like this the um quietbody.com was kind of a grassroots like. yeah yeah it's going to a specific cause it's not going to give it to the ceos it's not going to do all that it's going to grassroots so i really liked that um now on that note barb yes. i told you what i'm thankful for this week but why don't you go ahead and tell me something good oh she didn't do her homework God. all the way folks well, no, I thought we were giving up to tell me something good for the, for the, the, this. Okay. No, I thought we were doing both. We can't okay. give up, tell me something good, forgive well, me something oh. good. I wish I'd take a picture. Um, I had a really good weekend with my girls. Um, went bowling with Middle and one of her friends on Friday. Saturday took Middle and Youngest and some of their friends to an escape room that we failed. That's all right. Not everybody can be winners. And so... Which is funny because you guys spend... You guys get that monthly subscription where you, like, solve mysteries and shit every month. So 
It kind of surprises me that oh. you guys failed. Oh, she's showing Kayla the cute little Buddhas. I don't Kayla says they're cute. So that being said, though, kid, how do you feel about your Patagonia sweatshirt? Do you call it a sweatshirt? What would you call it? Like a quarter zip? I call it a sweater. How do you feel about Patagonia? They're high quality with a high price, but you know, yeah, it's better than getting just another high priced sweater for no reason. Why not get the one that does good things? Right. right. And they are a little bit more expensive than Barb's thing. They are cute. I really the four like noble tooth truths are concentration, mindfulness, speech, and understanding. Oh, I need all four. Separately, they're twenty four ninety nine. But if you buy the whole, the four noble truths, it's forty bucks. And, a Pat and free shipping. I know Patagonia is going to run you about seventy nine to a hundred bucks for just the quarter zip. Yeah, it depends what you get. Yeah, but they have Patagonia. Like everything. they have this whole like, go to their website. It's just really cool. Like it gives like a whole everything. And it's called Quiet Body, right? quietbody.com okay go to quietbody.com and patagonia they even give you like a little diagram on where you should put them in your home oh how cute mm. that is cute so you're telling me something good was going to with the girls and quality yep. time with the girls yeah um mine is and i'm gonna sound really really horrible here and i think i've said it before but i think that we are listing my mother's house this week I don't think you've said that before, but no. no. This is the week. We are literally, we decided against the realtor that we were talking to. Is she, I don't know. So we are interviewing, a, I, I don't know if it's interviewing, we're talking to a couple mm -hmm. of realtors. One that I've decided to call is actually the father of one of Kayla's old buddies. Um, he sold. <laughs> She's got a not so good look at her face. That's what I said, old buddies. Um, so he has sold a couple because we all live in the same neighborhood and mm -hmm. it's a very, very, a specific type of person wants to be in this neighborhood and they are looking for a specific type of home in this neighborhood. So, um, he has sold a few of them here. We're going to talk to him. We've got a couple others that we're going to talk to this week. We well, that's a really good something good. I know. We're almost done with this house which means that it can be time for closure on the home, which means that we can be into the next step of closure, preparation for the memorial, closure, um, getting back to normal, being able to clean my own home, um, get my own home ready to get go. our own new sound system hooked get, up eventually. My, oh my gosh, if we can get this done, then we can start working on the podcast room. Uh, we have to do the basement first. We have to do the basement. Baby steps one at a time. And, the, I mean, that was a huge undertaking that you guys have taken. So we, to be done with that, that's well, amazing. Well, and you saw it tonight. Just mm -hmm. the transformation from what it was three weeks ago to what it is today is amazing. Yep. So my sister has worked her ass off on it. Um, but we are getting ready to put the house on the market. Which Yay! means... I will no longer be scrambling to do anything. Like, I'm scrambling to... You're not going to know what to do with all your time. It'll be on the basement and then the podcast room. <laughs> I know what to do with my time. <laughs> That's never a question. So, 
Yeah. All right. So that was well, nice. hey. Tell me something good for the week. Guess what it's time for now? I may actually, the other realtor that I want to talk to, just because I want to put it out there, the other realtor that I want to talk to is one of my personal buddies. I went to school with her. She happens to co-host another one of our favorite podcasts. What? Yes. It happens to be Danny, who is the podcast, one of the two hosts of the podcast of So Dead, which is a murder, um, true crime, all based out of the state of Michigan podcast. Nice. So woo woo to Danny and So Dead podcast. So I'm going to be talking to her hopefully tomorrow. And That's a pretty rock and roll name to you. It is. And their little, um, what do you call it, their logo? Mm-hmm. So fucking cute. And then Danny was posting on Facebook yesterday that they had a Christmas holiday pillow made of their little So Dead podcast girls logo with two little Santa hats. What? I was like, oh, I kind of want to purchase that. But Danny hasn't announced that you can purchase it yet. So... Yeah, but she's also the one. Remember, I I told you I made that crocheted taco Christmas ornament. Mm. That was for Danny and Jen on So Dead podcast. Ah. So shout out to my girls on that one. If you haven't listened, you should. It's great. So I think All right. I think it's that time again, folks. It is time to unplug, unplug your, your ears. ears. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>